Welcome to the Nardi Realty Podcast with Robert Nardi. Hey there, this is Charlie McDermott, producer of the Nardi Realty Podcast. I'm back in the studio with Robert. Robert, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Charlie. Um, it's almost the middle of March and you know we're still alive, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez. and how's that crystal ball working out for you? No, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I wish uh, I wish I had more of a crystal ball, but it looks like from our last podcast, I think I'm I'm pretty much on where uh, where other people are concerning what's going on with the current market and where it's going to take us at the end of the year. Or so, yeah, yeah. And for our listeners who are wondering, crystal ball? Does Robert really have a crystal ball? <laughs> You're going to have to listen to the previous episode to find the answer to that question. More importantly, you know some of the uh, the pointers in in where the real estate market was headed then and and to this point in this episode. Now, I know uh, we talked about some of the opportunities in this market. You know, I'm, I'm a, I tend to be optimistic and I, I always look at things as, as either, you know, it's not totally the best thing ever and it's not totally the worst thing ever. And, and in this market, there's some really opportunistic possibilities that uh, I know you wanted to share today, right? Correct. Yep, for sure. So we all know that right now we all know it's a seller's market, especially in 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 southern Florida, southwest Florida. You know, Naples been Naples has always been undervalued. Uh, It's it's known to be undervalued. Why? Because um, it was just a little hamlet of a of of a place. I mean, there was basically when I first moved down here 20 years ago, there was basically 250,000 people in season and 170 out of season. Now it's grown to about 370 in season and about, you know, 250 out of season. So we've really we've really gained 80,000 people in in about 20 years. And, you know, and that uh, really pushes us to, 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 to build and, and to have more homes to house these people and more services and all of that stuff. So, and, uh, you know, and we're on the water, we're on this gorgeous Gulf of Mexico water where a lot of the other coastal cities in, in California, uh, Massachusetts, uh, New Jersey, New York, all these people that have water. I mean, they've just been like triple what our prices have been. So yes. really, really, we're just catching up. Yeah, it, you know, it's funny. We had a property in uh, Avalon, New Jersey, the Jersey Shore, and um, we we and and occasionally we we have uh, dreams, not even dreams, you know, we we more daydreams of going back up there for a summer getaway. And so we occasionally look at the rentals up there, and you know, our jaws drop. Like, oh my goodness, that compared to what we have here, twelve months out of the year, and. The water doesn't turn our feet blue in the moment we right, right. The, and all the other besides the you know the craziness up there, traffic and so forth. But yeah, you know, why why I'm just curious. Why why is that? Why such a discrepancy discrepancy or why is it such a great value uh, down here versus other parts of the country? Well, it's a great value, first of all. The discre- discrepancy is because we're not we're a resort town. You know, mm-hmm. most of those places are major cities. And so I think that that's the cachet because people can work, you know, make X amount of dollars in major cities. And so they can afford to yeah. to pay more. I, you know, here is more of a resort town where, you know, we have uh, just a handful of industries. I mean, we have uh, real estate, we have building and development. We have um we have services like um, med- medicine, obviously, because we have to take care of the people. And then also interior decorating, believe it or not, is a huge, huge industry down here, as well as, um, uh, yeah, like I said, real estate. So it's it's really, um, 
it really isn't an industrial town here. So I think that's part of the reason why people kind of never really discovered us for a long time, because really you came down for vacation. And most of, if you ask most people, they came down to stay in grandpa and grandma's condo down yeah. here because they had, they had a condo down here. And, and even my cousin uh, who, who lives down here with her husband, his family always vacationed here and that's why they ended up here. But he said when he was growing up here, he kind of rolled his eyes because they used to call it naps, not natives. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was that kind of a sleepy of a town. Yeah. Even when I arrived here 20 years ago, I mean, you can go downtown Fifth Avenue South and there would be signs like gone fishing, closed for a month, uh, won't be back open for until October. I mean, so it was sort of really odd coming from a major city and coming here. So, yeah. but then people realized how beautiful Naples is, how uh, everything is manicured. Our weather is amazing. I mean, we, if you think about it, we have weather that, that uh, there's none other like it because in South, we're in subtropical weather. And the only place you can get it is obviously further down here, South, you know, and then, of course, Miami on that coast as well. But then Hawaii, I mean, where else are you going to go to get this kind of weather? You're, you'd have to travel. You'd have to travel to Tahiti or the Maldives or, you know, and we have it right here. So I think that's the cachet. I think people are tired of the cold, too. I think that's part of it. That That's why we're so attractive. And we have an amazing, uh, you know, no tax on uh, state tax. And if you don't live in the city of Naples, you don't pay city tax. I mean, that's huge. I mean, people in New Jersey are getting yeah. state taxes and city taxes, as well as you pay your federal tax. So, so that's it. Um, my, my thought is to, you know, for people who, who wish to purchase, there are, there is some availability down here, but our, our inventory is really small and it is a seller's market, but really it's a kind of market where sellers really need to examine their asset and say, you know, are, are we ready to the, the 55 and plus community, you know, are they ready to move into a 55 plus community uh, as far as a, a development or, or independent living? And this might be a great time to sell their house at a really good price. So those people have to look at the opportunity. You know, there's also people who, who have a larger home, say here, and maybe decide that, you know, that, that, that they're empty nesters now. And that, then, you know, everyone buys, it's funny because a lot of people buy because they think their grandchildren are coming down and their children, and they eventually do come down. But as they age, all of the children, as they age, they get busier and busier in school, busier, busier with careers, and they don't come and see grandpa and grandma as much as they used to, just because of the age factor. And, uh, you know, so so now those those people, this is a great opportunity to sell that bigger house and try to downsize to something smaller in a condominium so they could cash out, you know, they're cashing out at a high, a high and then they're buying something lower. And then they could take those those funds. And I know everyone's talking about the stock market now because it's really it took a little bit of a dive. But, you know, you know, you're supposed to invest when it's low and, and hopefully over time it will go high. So you could take those monies you have in your, your home and put them in the stock market if you wish, or, or just put them in a bank and be careful and get your, you know, 0. 0.002% <laughs> on it. But the other opportunity that people don't realize is that, you know, they come down here, they use the, their condominium or their home, and then they go back up north. We have a lot of snowbirds that do that. Well, guess what? That house is sitting eight, nine months out of the year. Mm -hmm. You could take that and you could rent right now. The rents are actually Naples was just in the newspaper about, I think about three weeks ago, were the highest rental amount in the United States. Now the two bedroom and two bathroom averaging around $2,000. 
but you can take a house and you could rent it, um, especially now that COVID's kind of dissipating now. We're going to get a lot of Europeans coming now this summer. That's that's anticipation. So you you know you don't have to always rent it out during season. You can certainly rent it out over over nine month period. And there there is opportunities there. In fact, for next season, we have a fairly large rental uh, department, and now we have 250 people waiting on a waiting list to get a rental. That's wow. how much interest there is in Southwest Florida. And the other caveat there, Charlie, is that they want to rent three months, three months, three months, three months. You know, we I've been in this business 20 years. I've been in the rental business now for about 12 years. And usually it was like one month here, two months there. You know, there were some people that would do three months. But now it seems like everything across my desk is they want three months. And I just think that between, you know, COVID and the ability to work from home, Mm-hmm. You know, uh, telecommunicate that has increased that that the, the rental rentals exponentially because of that because now they don't have to rush home and be with their employer or try to work their business you know or now with all the things like zoom which which you can have meetings over and just like we're doing now you know over the internet and have no problems so that's the cachet and i think that people really have to look at their asset and think either cash out now at a high market make your money Maybe goes on something smaller. If you're if you're in that senior uh, community or want to be in a senior community, it's a good time to cash out. Those prices, like in the senior communities, are not going up as high as other prices because uh, because when you're there in a senior community, sometimes like independent living or assisted living, they pay for your meals, they pay for your transportation, and all of that is built in. So it actually, if you average it out, it's not as much as if you we would even uh, buy in another community. So it's a good time to cash out there. It's a good time to look at your asset and maybe think about renting your home other than just using it and keeping it dormant. I mean, you can pay for your taxes, your insurance, your HOA fees. I mean, it's a great opportunity. So that's that's my take right now. Yeah, yeah. Robert, what about so those listening who, who are, maybe you're, you've piqued their interest in, yeah, you know, you make a good point. You've got this asset sitting here for months out of the year and um but they have concerns. What, what do you hear? What kind of concerns do you hear from someone maybe who's thinking about renting for the first time? Well, you know, the, the, the concern is, well, are, are, are they going to take care of my stuff? Are they going to be good with my, my stuff? Or who, what's, their, what's their background? What's their, well, you know, we, I, we have so many rentals. We have 170 short-term rentals and 150 annual rentals. And really, we do background checks on everybody. We make sure that they, that we make sure that we get the monies you know, up front, half the money up front within a certain amount of time and half the money there. So they know they're going to be paid. You know, another concern is, oh, when are we going to get paid? Usually we just pay when they move in to the uh, landlord. Um, and we basically property manage the entire uh, stay. So like, for instance, that's the nice thing about seasonal rentals uh, is that we we property manage that so that if something happens, like we just had, we had those high winds recently on a, on that Saturday and one of the screens blew out of the lanai. She, she called, she called our group and now we're going to send somebody to fix the lanai. So the, the landlord's never really bothered. We're, we're the ones that will bother the landlord just to see, okay, we're going to send somebody out. Are you okay with that? But other than that, they never really get to interact with those people and they get their money. And I mean, it's a good thing. And, and then they, they can sleep at night knowing that there's somebody really, we have 24 hour service to take those phone calls. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a great deal. I haven't been a landlord uh, and these are local properties back in Pennsylvania. 
and getting those calls on weekends and weeknights. You know, it ne never seemed like they came during business hours. No, you know? never. That's, uh, yeah, I can't imagine, you know, I, being miles and miles and miles away, obviously uh, up north and renting a property and getting a call. So it's so nice that you actually manage the properties, any issues whatsoever. You have a team that takes care of it. Good right, deal. right. So that yeah. helps makes people feel a lot better. And then we also we also can create uh, uh, the inventory list for for those people to make sure that mm -hmm. you know we count every spoon and every fork and every cup. And then you know if something's missing, we do an inventory at the end. And then and then we do have uh, we do have something called a damage waiver fee, which which insures them up to fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, twenty five hundred dollars. Sorry, twenty five hundred dollars. And then we and then if it's a larger home, we even take another something called an insurance retainer. I mean, we really try to protect the landlord as much yeah. as we can. Yeah. When it comes wow. to renting. Oh, terrific. Well, again, you you you're very good at opening the eyes and uh, helping uh, your listeners understand what's going on in the marketplace. So really appreciate you sharing that. Great, great. Well, it's been fun talking to you, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of talking, uh, next episode, we will reconvene in the weeks to come and uh, cover another important topic in the real estate market here. Yep. And then I, I think people will hopefully they'll tune in and hear all about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll see you then, Robert. OK, take care, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Nardi Realty Podcast with Robert Nardi. To learn more about Nardi Realty, go to www.buymaples.net. That's buy. B-U-Y, Naples, N-A-P-L-E-S dot net, or call 239-293-3592.